Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Today is Hanukkah. So the Hebrew Gerushin has said that the Tzadikim could be poiled and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur regularly pushed the Yid could be poiled and says Hanukkah. Regarding Hanukkah and Mashiach, so last week I spoke about the lighting of the Menorah in the times of Mashiach, followed by Shammai, but there's another, the, the connection with Hanukkah and Mashiach, it's a very strong connection that Rebbe would always mention that based on what's quoted as a Maimar Chazal, although we don't exactly know where the source is, that, uh, but it's definitely brought down by Gedele Yisrael, that when Mashiach will come, it says all the Moyadim will be bottled, all the Yom Tovim will be bottled, besides Hanukkah and Purim. Now, Zalat, the Rambam says something similar but not necessarily exactly the same thing the there's a lot to discuss about this Maimar Chazal most of it doesn't have much of a connection to Hanukkah but uh, I'll just want to give a little uh, again as a, as a you know I didn't have a chance to go through everything just a basic overview of some of the basic ideas of it first of all the Maimar Chazal is in a few places one of the main sources is the Medrash Mishli the Medrash says there that all the Yom Tevim will be bottled besides Purim. There's a Pasuk, the famous Pasuk, and it's ending in Esther, that Zichrim Yosef Mizarim, that the remembrance of Purim remain forever. And then the, 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 the Medrash brings another opinion that even Yom Kippur won't be bottled, remain forever, because the Pasuk calls Yom Kippur Chukas Oilam, the everlasting law, statue, however, however you call it in English. So from, from from that pasuk, the the, the medrash I think it was one of the forget who the, the, one of the opinions the opinion the medrash it says that even Yom Kippur won't be bottled. That medrash does not mention anything about Hanukkah. There's also the um, there's also this idea is reflected in other Memorei Chazal I think as well. And it, it's connected but not necessarily the exact same idea that the the Yerushalmi speaks that all the Sifri Nivim and Ksuvim, all the prophecies that we have, the books of the prophets, Shayo, Miyo, Yechaskel, will all be nullified, but Megillas Esther won't be bought. Megillas Esther won't be bought, which seems to be saying the same thing that all the Amutayim will be bought besides Megillas Esther, although it's not necessarily at all exactly the same thing, which I'll get to hopefully a little bit later. So, but it's quoted. We don't have the actual source, but it's quoted, the same, the same Medrash is quoted as saying that all the Moedim will be bottled besides Hanukkah and Purim. Not just Purim, but Hanukkah as well. Uh, what we have is a similar teaching that Rabbi used to quote many times at Ramban, in the beginning of Pashas Baha'u how it says that the Medrash says, how Aaron, you know, at the end of Pashas Nasa, it speaks about you know, the Karbonus that we're reading during these days of Hanukkah that were brought for the inauguration of the Mishkan, and Aaron felt bad that him and Shevet Levi weren't part of this whole thing. So she said, don't worry. What you, what you do is greater than what they do, because the, the candles of the Menorah last, you know, 
it's a lotion the Rebbe's Numedish that it's the, the, the Mizbeach and other things will come at time that they'll be nullified but your candles with candles of Menorah will last forever so Ramban explained that doesn't mean they'll last forever when the Beis Hamidosh was destroyed also the kindling of the Menorah stopped so he explains what it means that it'll last forever is that it's a hint for the candles of Hanukkah that even when the Beis Hamidosh was destroyed the candles of Hanukkah which are a commemoration of the candles of the Beis Hamidosh which were brought about, the miracle of Hanukkah was brought about through Aaron's descendants, through the Hashemunoim, the Kohanim, that will last forever, even the time of Godus. So, the, the Rebbe used to always bring this Ramban down, and the, 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 the fact that the Hanukkah candles aren't bottled forever has two implications. First of all, they're not bottled even in the time of Godus, but there's also the concept that they're not going to be bottled even when Mashiach will come. just want to give a small overview about the different... Um, explanations of this Maimur Chazal, and particularly according to Chassidus. First of all, we have here, right away, we run into two major um, views amongst Kedele Yisrael regarding another similar discussion, which is Mitzvah Betelis Lasset Lavi. The Gemara speaks about the concept that there will eventually come a time in the future that the Mitzvah will be bottled. That doesn't mean that a person could say, oh, I'm already living in Lasset Lavi, <laughs> all the Mitzvahs are bottled. Isotelosalava is in the seventh millennium, whatever. Huh? <laughs> so it's explained as referring to the seventh millennium, whatever it is, which then we do eventually or after Tchiasamesim definitely doesn't happen now. So after Tchiasamesim, the resurrection of the dead, so there'll come a time that we say the mitzvahs will be bottled. And it's important it's just interesting to keep in mind that from one hand we say that the main fulfillment of mitzvahs Will just will just begin when Mashiach comes. Then they'll reach a point that mitzvahs betelos, mitzvahs will be bottles. But mitzvahs betelos are primarily speaking about either after tchiyas hamesim, or not only then, but even further than that, after by the seventh millennium. But either way, there's two big camps amongst daily Israel regarding this. Some understood this literally, that they say they'll attack a common time mitzvahs will be bottles. Other other camps said. First of all, the whole thing of Mitzvah's Betelah is not as a radio machlik, it's in the Gemara, if I remember correctly. But either way, the question also is, what does it mean Mitzvah's Betelah's Lasset Lavi? Does it mean the Kamatan Mitzvah's will be bottled or it won't? What exactly does it mean? It doesn't mean. There's many, many, many opinions on this. Um, there's many interpretations, primarily, there's many different interpretations what this means. Yeah, there's a lot of this Hayyabim shopping, whatever. But anyway, the, 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 there are some, a lot of G'dayli, this Israel went with the opinion that Mitzvah Sarbatul Asad Lavi, because uh, the, the, I, the question is, one of the 13 fundamentals of Jewish faith is that the title will never change. So the answer is, this is a very simple thought to say about Labatisha, a straightforward answer is that the Torah itself gave a limit for how, in other words, as long as the Ebishter gave the Torah, nothing can change. The Torah itself says it'll eventually come a time when mitzvahs will cease to exist, at least, yeah. Another, and to put it in another context, you know there's the time of action and the time of reward. So you speak about the seventh millennium, which is a time of Kabbalah Schar, receiving reward for the service that we did, then is not the time of action. 
So Hayyoyim Lasay, so Mokal Akabal's Kharam as the Chachamim say, this world is a world of action. The future, the Torah itself defines it as the time of receiving reward. It's not the time of action. That is, uh, that, that's a standard uh, explanation that the Yisrael give. According to them, so what could you say? So you could say very simple that there will come a time, that time, that the mitzvahs will be bottled. So then all the mitzvahs will be, all the Yom will be bottled besides Chanukah and Purim. Why will Chanukah and Purim remain? For whatever reason, you'll find the reason they'll remain. It's another interesting interpretation. I saw that Ben Abichayi, he says, when we say that Purim, he brings the Medish. He doesn't quote the Medish just saying Chanukah also, just Purim. He says Purim is a way of saying a ultimate Simcha. The Simcha of Purim is, is the ultimate Simcha. So it says what it means in the future, all the Medim will be bought up besides Purim. means that in the future, after the resurrection of the dead, so then they'll live eternally with the Simcha of Purim, with the ultimate Simcha, which is, we use the term Purim. We don't, we're not here talking about the fulfillment of the mitzvah of Purim. We're talking about the Simcha of Purim. He gives an interesting interpretation of it. But he seems definitely to learn Kipshutai, that the, the common time, the mitzvah will be bottled, the yom time will be bottled. On, uh, on, that's you speak about chassidus. I'll get. We'll get to the chmen. Let, let's. Let's fadir as Nicholas. Let's fadum chassidus. Shenga var Nicholas. What's good? Rabbi, I'm just saying. Let's start from from you know. I'll say that how day this how the daily Israel explain. Cholifin. The there's another a similar within the same context of mitzvahs betelos. There's another similar. Uh, idea, or not necessarily, you know, it's along the same lines, although a little bit different, which is that there'll come a t- which is that there'll eventually come in the f- time in the future, there could be, there'll be different mitzvahs than we have now. Which means, there's a certain concept discussed by certain daily Yisrael, that one thing is that the mitzvahs will be bottled, or that the Yidin will, ret- will reach a much more higher spiritual state, so then there'll be different changes in the mitzvahs based on the state the way the Yidin are at that time. For example, you open up Yechaskel, Towards the end, he speaks about different laws that the Kainim will observe in the times of the third base Samikdash. And some of those laws don't seem to fit with the laws of the Kainim we have now. For example, he says that a Kayin, the different laws of Karbonas, and that a Kayin could you marry, need, huh? You need the food they ate. The Kashkos food. The Kashkos Sefer was Allah, 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 he learned. Yeah. So, so, good. So, 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 in, but in that itself, there's, there's different, the Maskan of Adal and is also a matter of interpretation. There's one way of learning the Psukum the that Bechal don't contradict the Psukum that we have them. There, again, so there's a way of reconciling them. Another way of learning, you look at the Radak, even though the Rabbin Torah in the, the, the Pashas Mishpatim, he says the same thing, really. He says, there'll come a time that, that he says, in Hashvi, he says, mitzvahs will be bottled, but he says, the Kima mitzvahs will change based on the level leading will be then. He says, you look at the Chesk, you see the Karbonus then, they're not like the Karbonus now. Because according to the Avoid of Eden, at that point, things will be different. You have the Radak in the Chesk, also, I believe, says the same thing. He explains by these Psukim. I think he also he gives both interpretations. One is in Pshat, Pshat, which seems... The simple surface seems to have, for example, it says that a Koyan can only marry a widow of another Koyan. The Torah says a Koyan can marry any widow, he can't marry a divorcee. 
So you could learn different ways. You could whatever it is, but one way of learning is that at that time that will talk about the halacha. Just the the miluim, huh? That what? Everybody else could eat. It's pushing that kosher. And everything else, nobody can eat it. Nobody can eat it. That's what the trouble, that's what trouble Shay's gain is. Even that you have, 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 Another opinion is Pashas who also did Liyah Holodersha. We don't yeah. know. But the Chazal itself, we see it's not clear cut either way. So, so according to this way of learning, so the Ikrim is the one, the one, the one, the, what you might call the, the, the whatever, the says in, in, in Chakira and philosophy, in Jewish theology, philosophy, we know we accept that the Torah can't be changed. And that's one of the certain principles of faith that the Rambam wrote. The Ikrim, however, asks the question, why can't the Torah be changed? Taka? He says the same way, you know, uh, you know, you didn't have you shared the seven mitzvahs for the bnei noyach. You didn't close on a different level. They have a different purpose. They have 613 mitzvahs. So why can't there come a time that, because of the changes of people, the changes of the way people live, there'll be a different set of mitzvahs given? They can question the Rambam at, at this point. Yeah, the etz, he's not only speaking of Sheikh Sam, he's discussing the etz and the kuda. Why, why is it a yusoid? In other words, obviously, we have to follow the title Leila Vod until we debish it, tells us otherwise. But in other words, why is it a fundamental of Jewish faith that the title that the title is eternal, it can't be changed? In other words, debish will reveal himself and give a whole different title. Why does that take away, so to say, from the title the way we have it now? Well, why is it a fundamental of Jewish faith that the title will never be changed? So that's how he questions Ramzal. Also, again, it's Taka Shaykh will come, Shaykh to say at least. I'm not saying it definitely will happen, but in others, you know, you could say the eventually will come a time to be a change. Chassidus is very strongly, doesn't accept the opinion of the Kate. The Rebbe speaks very strongly, explains that the, the problem, the, 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 the Chassidus explains that if the mitzvahs are given for the purpose of the people, for example, Chveis, you're dealing with when 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 the Eibush should add the mitzvah for the by by after the marble that they can't eat every minachai, they can't eat the limb of a living animal. So because things change, he allowed them to eat meat, and therefore he gave them the prohibition of of eating a meat of a living animal. So when you do so, the mitzvahs the Shev Bnei Noach are there for 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 the world should be a civilized place. So there you could say there's changes. The mitzvahs are there for the people. So if the people change, mitzvahs could change. However, Chassidus discusses at length that the will of the Ebeshit and the 613 mitzvahs of the Torah is an essential will that the purpose of the mitzvahs is not to refine the world. So if, if the purpose would be to refine the world, one could argue that once the world is refined, then there's a whole new set of laws that apply. But no, the purpose of the mitzvahs isn't them themselves. Because they're the will of the Abishter, which which the purpose is the same way the Abishter is so to say his purpose is himself. The Abishter is not there for something else. He, the Tachlis is boy bounce the mitzvahs also the Abishter, the Tachlis, the purpose is the mitzvahs themselves. So the mitzvahs can't change. That's also why the Rebbe doesn't accept in the famous Hadn of the Rebbe on the Ramah, Matavshin and Beis, the Rebbe very strongly didn't accept the, the Musik that it's Takashaykh to say 
that, that the Rebbe says you can't, that it's very, you know, the Rebbe, the Rebbe rejected the notion that there actually come a time that mitzvahs will taka cease to exist. Because since mitzvahs are there, are the Abish's essential will, so they're not dependent on anything. It doesn't make a difference how the world is. You know, how could you say the mitzvahs will cease to exist? But anyway, it's a chiddush of, that's where the Rebbe learns Shat. There are other places of this, other sikhs of the Rebbe also. The Rebbe learns, you know, that there come eventually a time, the mitzvahs will be bottled. So, getting back to the original thing. So, if you hold the mitzvahs will be bottled when Mashiach will come, so you could interpret these, all these midrashim that this will become bottled, that will become bottled, and there's other midrashim and different things also that have the famous midrashim that are discussed about karbonus being bottled and chazer being permitted to eat, and various different things which a lot of G'dayli Israel dealt with also because the um, other religions that had their own beliefs that there's a new a new title was given, and so on and so forth, used to try to bring proof from all these, Amari Chazal, that, you know, once the Messiah arrives, there's a new religion, and so on and so forth, and there's a lot of debates. You look in the daily, you saw the Barbanel and others, they had to dealt a lot with these types of Midrashim. But either way, they, 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 um, if you hold eventually, the so you could understand these Midrashim in a simple sense. However, if you hold that the Midrashim won't be bottled, so what's what's the meaning of these midrashim? So here you have a few a few a few a few approaches. I'm just going to say some of the basic ones. You have the Rashba. Rashba was asked about this. The, the version of the midrash that Rashba has also he wasn't speaking about Hanukkah. It was just that the Yom Tov will be bottled, but not Purim or Yom Kippur. So the Rashba says Rashba says how, how could you say that any letter in the Torah will be uppermost? Also getting back to our earlier earlier discussion, the Rashba also Bechlal holds. You can't say mitzvahs betelos lasav. He holds it won't become a time mitzvahs will become bottle. He says the meaning of the Gemara that mitzvahs are bottle in the future means when a person passes away, the mitzvahs he has no obligation to keep mitzvahs anymore. There's a whole different way of learning that Gemara there also. So the Rashi holds you can't say mitzvahs will eventually become bottle. So the Rashi learns pshat. He also asks a question. At Pesach it also says chukas seilam. Pesach it also says it will be eternal. So high, uh, the Gemara says the opinion says the Medrash of this says the Kippur won't become nullified because it says chukas seilam. What about Pesach? It says in the Pesach. So he has a whole different interpretation. He says what it means is, it's not talking about in the future. It's talking about that during the time of Golos, the Goyim made decrees and tried to stop Yidin from keeping Torah mitzvahs. Or maybe the Yidin became so assimilated that they there were times that they didn't keep certain mitzvahs. So there'll never come a time that the Yidin, that the mitzvah of Purim won't be fulfilled or Yom Kippur won't be fulfilled. It says, the Torah promises regarding Purim, Zichrem L'Yosef Mizam, that no matter what, there will never come a time that Yidin won't be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Purim, at least some Jews won't be able to fulfill the mitzvah of Purim. Regarding Yom Kippur, he says, interesting word, he says, according to, to Rabbi Yudha Hanasi, Yom Kippur atones even if you don't do tshuva. So maybe it's not shy that Yom Kippur should ever cease to exist. Every other Yom Tif, the effect of the Yom Tif, the Yom Tif, is all depending, depends on the person's actions. Yom Kippur is the, it's a day of atonement. The day of atonement, according to Rabbi Yudanos, he's not dependent on your tshuva. So Meili says, it's not shy to say that Yom Kippur will ever become nullified. Even if people are sinning and vi- not, let's say, Lui Yitzhut, no one... He says, I'm, I'm not repeating, I'm rewording what he said. Huh? Then Moses deals with it and explains it. In the long run, if a person does obey the Mitzad, he keep it alone. It still is. It's fine. So Shalos, we don't pass anywhere. But he's using the word that says that even if Yidin won't fulfill Yom Kippur, but Yom Kippur itself can never be bought. 
Yeah, that's about the But not to everybody. There's Right, but I, I don't think he's trying to say that every single yid will keep you in kippur, right. every single will keep putting but in other words the goyim make the the, the, the goyim when they made decrees they could never they no, would never or, or or I guess there's a persecution and then there's the assimilation that yidin are involved. So never reach a point that those young family be possible. It's a total different interpretation of the message, nothing to do with the future, the, the annulment of these holidays in the future. Um, the Marami Prague's brother says a similar word, and he gives two interpretations of mine, because one word is similar to this, that the Goyim never decree, whatever, he never, would never, the Goyim would never take away these young men. He says that about Hanukkah, also the same thing. Then he says another interesting thing, he says that there's a whole, also different interpretation, more of a Indian. He says that Hanukkah and the other Yom Tov celebrate Siyas Mitzrayim. Siyas Mitzrayim is something which was a one-time thing that, that he didn't were enslaved. It says, the Indian of Purim, and uh, it doesn't discuss Hanukkah so much really, I think the Indian of Purim, that the Yidin are, are people want to destroy the Jewish people as a whole, that in every generation continues. It's a different word entirely. It's not discussing again. Here he's not interpreting the Maimar Chazal whether we will fulfill the Yom Tov or not, but more whether the what the Yom represents will continue or not. That's one approach. There's another other approach which Radvar says. Chassidus says a similar word also. Chassidus gives a much deeper. I might not mention it, but Radvar says a very different word. He says what we're trying to say here is that. We're not talking about the Kiyom HaYom. Of course, we fulfill every single Yom Tov. He says, the joy of the Yom Tov will be worthless. It's like the word Chassidah says, the Yom Tov will be bottled. Doesn't mean bottled, doesn't mean cease to exist. Bottled means it will be nullified. The joy of, uh, that we'll experience then, from all the good that we'll have, will be such that we won't experience the joy of the, the regular Yom Tov. They'll be nullified. But he says, Hanukkah, he speaks about Purim, that joy will always remember. But why Punk that joy will always remember? It's all, he has a very balabatish reason. He says, because Hanukkah, Purim happened at a time, the Yidin never reached a state of full redemption. In other words, Purim, whenever, after Purim, we never reached a time that we're at any, at such a good state that whatever happened to Purim, we, we already forgot about. Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim, during the times of Shleimah, Malachdavah, Malachdavah, even in such a state, they already forgot about it, you know, the whole Shibu, the whole persecution in Mitzrayim. Well, Purim, they never forgot It's a very Balabatish thing. We will soon see Apich Siddhis, what this means. So anyway, so that way, the Shabbat is very interesting. He's not saying that he, that he, he says the same thing also about the Nevim and the Ksum, all these things, the Rambam also. Rambam doesn't say that we won't keep Yom Tov. He says, the Nevim and the Ksum will be bought. He says, Zichrin Atzadis, but we'll forget the experience of those negative times. It doesn't say that we won't fulfill the Yom Tov. In other words, the, 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 the meaning behind it that we should be able to, you know, your person has to celebrate something because he feels that he's delivered, that he was saved. But if, you know, the song, you're living in such a, a, you know, such great times, you can't even relate to the suffering that you experienced in times of Golos. So what type of meaning does it seem to have? Anyway, let's just finish getting late. That, that's the verse that the, the Chassidah says, Chassidah goes in the same word as the Radvaz, but adds a, 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 the dimension of Chassidah. So what? The Rebbe brings in the Maimon, there's a Maimon of Purim, the Maimon, Kholo made the Metalum, Chus Mechanek Purim. The Rebbe brings, the Rebbe starts off the Maimon and he brings down this interpretation, which Chassidah also says that compared to the Simcha will have, when Mashiach will come, all the Yom Tevim won't, won't, won't be meaningless besides Chanek Purim. So the Rebbe says, 
Rebbe asks a very uh, a klotz kasha like the medrash according to one opinion even Yom Kippur will be bought in. What does Yom Kippur have anything to do with Simcha? As if the idea is when Mashiach will come, the jewel will be so abundant that the, that the happiness of the Yom will be bought. I could understand that we first have Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. Yom Kippur is not a day of joy, so what's the Havim here? It should become bottle. So the Rebbe explains, this Rebbe says, obviously the joy that we'll experience in the days of Mashiach comes because of the revelation of godliness that will be then. So the Yom Tevim, when we say the Yom Tevim are bottle, it means that the, he's not negating the Pshat that I mentioned before, that will be nullified because the joy of life will be so great the Yom Tevim won't have any, you know, won't, won't mean anything. But that's because you have to understand that on a deeper level, the joy that's experienced then physically will come from a godly revelation that will be so much greater than anything we ever had before. Like, obviously, that godly revelation, we can understand the Yom Kippur is also meaningless. It says, the Gili Yom Kippur. Pchanakeh and Purim, even in the Gabi, the Gili Elikos, the revelation of godliness from Sheikh will come, it won't be nullified. Why? And in the Kudu, the Sayyidon, in the Bekitz, it is Pchanakeh and Purim, the Yom Tevim, the Mesiris Nefesh. Purim did not miss it as nefesh, as Al-Tarab explains in Tayyar, that if they would have converted, Haman wouldn't have killed them, and they had miss it as nefesh the whole year after they converted, they didn't have a thought to convert. And Hanukkah is the other miss it as nefesh, that we all know that the Hashem, you know, fought against the Greeks, it didn't make any sense, Al Pisecha, Al Pisecha, Al Kutush even, that they, 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 you know, they were committing suicide, the last get off, they're allowed to do it, you would tell them, you know, Avdafka, <laughs> you know, you... So it's Mesidus Nefesh, and Mesidus Nefesh touches Atzim. Mesidus Nefesh touches Debeshin himself. So all the Yom Tovim, there are various different revelations of godliness, but the Chanukah put in a Yom Tovim Mesidus Nefesh. That's why such a thing is never bottled, not Bizman HaGolos. In the time of Golos, it's like, going back to what I said before, some explained that the Chacham is saying that even in the time of Golos, the Goyim will never be able to take it away. Something that comes from Mesidus Nefesh can never be taken away. And even when Mashiach will come, since Mr. Snefesh touches David himself, so even Lagabi, the revelations of Lassalavi, but Hanukkah put him as the Gilly of Atmos. So that won't be nullified when Mashiach will come. That's Bukhlalus, the, uh, the explanation of Chassidus' goals. So Chassidus is not saying that, won't, that they won't, he won't fulfill them, Chassidus, but that, I'll finish it with one quick word. What's going to be with Yom Kippur when Mashiach will come? There won't be any Avedas. What is Yom Kippur going to do? <laughs> no, I'm saying there'll be the Hayinuyim Rechmeinders, whatever. So, so uh, if I remember correctly, I think there's a verse when the Mishnah's Chassidim he says that there's even there's Kapara for Chet Kipshut, there's atonement for sin, and then there's you know going higher and higher in, in, in the Kedush itself. We also have a, a, a similar.